0: This is Bolt Crew RPG with Jackalope. Hello,
1: everyone. It's been a long senior year of high school, and frankly, it is amazing to get off of it. The Wisconsin, uh, the Wyoming sun is hot this time of year, even in the high plains even in the northern states it still can get quite warm and it's time to relax it's really nice that uncle joe was able to lend you guys his cabin all stocked up for the weekend just don't make too much noise don't get the feds noticing that it's technically in a national forest ever since they moved the edges of it and don't knock out the satellite if you want the Wi-Fi to work. But it was a good four or five hour drive across the state. Another couple hours it felt like, but it was probably less than that through dirt roads past that sign and that chain that as long as you just hang it right back up, no one really knows you're out there. And you guys all managed to get to a beautiful, slightly old, but looking updated, wooden cabin near the lake in the Teton Forest. It's got solar on the roof, got a satellite dish. This is as off-grid and relaxed as you can get. And Uncle Jim promised that as long as you don't make a mess, He's not going to ask for any money back on however much the bar has been rated. So it's a weekend to party. Who's come out to party? Let's have a couple introductions.
2: Well, first out of the car is Ziggy Summer. Ziggy is a boy. He is uh, He's wearing just comfy clothing for, for the trip. sweats, uh, Sweatpants, just sweatshirt. He has his uh, ever-trusted baseball cap of the local high school uh, backwards on his head. And he's carrying a humongous, well, to his size, humongous camera because he's kind of scrawny. Um, His brown hair, brown eyes, just like your average kid. And he's uh, just immediately taking pictures of uh, the trees, of the cabin, of the little lake,
3: everything he can see.
1: Excellent, Ronnie. Were you the one driving up there?
3: Yeah. Uh, so Ronnie is nineteen. He's definitely one of those guys that got held back a grade due to a poor performance and uh, generally a bit of a problem child, as far as the cops are concerned. And well, he's kind of a loner and a bit of a you know pessimist and the school sees him as the resident drug dealer he's starting to realize that perhaps he was only invited to his party because he's the one that can drive and he only realizes this when he you know parks the car and you know he sees ziggy get out taking photos he was under the the misgiving that he was maybe going to make some friends here because he's again kind of a loner but Again, someone's just using him for a ride, so he puts the car in park, he steps out, stretches his long legs, and just kind of looks inside the car to knock on the window at Morgan.
0: Yeah, I'm playing Morgan. She is kind of short, but um, I would say she has like a, a dense athletic build. She's in the rugby team. She's done a ton of camping. Uh, She keeps her hair like shoulder length and usually in a ponytail. And I think she's going to uh, step out and immediately give an air of like, I know what to do in this situation. I can set us up.
1: It's probably
0: even Morgan's
1: uncle's cabin since we didn't quite remember whose Uncle Jim it is. You know which circuit breaker to turn on so that the pump starts running. You know the switch so that the stove will turn on and all that. You know how all three of the bedrooms are set up and where everything's hidden away. And it is an absolutely beautiful day. Everything's cleared out near the cabin. Water is shining. There's a small shed nearby just long enough to hold a couple of canoes. What looks like a forgotten wooden outhouse that nah, your uncle never tore down, but you suppose if you don't want to use the toilet that backs up every now and then it's an option. Where's everyone planning on going this excellent July day?
3: Well, the first thing that Ronnie is doing is pulling his phone out of his pocket He was using the car's GPS to get here in the middle of nowhere. But now he's pulling out his phone to check and see if there's Wi-Fi, if he's getting 5G. He's very much so a phone addict and a technology addict. And his fear is that you know he'll search for a network and not find one.
1: There's no cell phone reception, but there is Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi is appropriately named don't tell the park rangers and it turns out that the password on it is screw the man i guess uncle jim's got a real sense of humor on this kind of thing it's satellite so it's not as fast as you're used to with your 5g but the internet is back
3: yeah i can see ronnie kind of chuckling when he sees the the network name and he just kind of very quietly, you know, kind of clenches his fist as in in silent support. He himself being a lover of conspiracy theories and a big doubter of both, you know, local and national government, he's definitely a fight the man kind of guy. So he thinks Jim's a good guy. He hopes to meet him if, you know, he ever makes friends with Morgan or Ziggy.
0: So I think Morgan has this... Um, kind of pretentious attitude that she owns this place and the land around it. So she's going to uh, like circle everything and show all the nooks and crannies to everyone who is uh, willing to listen. And she's going to try to find out what has changed since the last time she's been here, because, you know, sometimes uh, people will try to take camp here Um Unannounced <laughs> yeah. or a litter the place or something like that.
2: Ziggy will definitely follow. Like as soon as that first hype of the cabin pictures is over, he is all like all ears for Morgan. So that's no problem at all. Morgan has an audience. <laughs> Ziggy will follow her.
1: Awesome. So if you're gonna be looking for interesting things, this would be a nice chance to Wits and survival. See what's going out there? Remember that this is Chronicles of Darkness, so everything is against an eight. And yes, your camping
0: specialty would apply, Morgan. I was going to ask, how do specialties work in this system again? Do I get... Uh, you get one more die. One more die. Okay.
2: Can you repeat the rule for me?
0: Wits and survival. Do ones, uh take away successes in the system? No. Okay. I believe I have exactly one success then.
2: I also have one success on the single die that I rolled. (laughs) Uh,
0: Is this a chance die or do you actually have one dot?
2: No, I have, uh, so I have two dots in, uh, in width and I have zero dots in survival, which means that I subtract one. So I have one left.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: All right. Yeah. So it's one real die. So, ones don't do horrible things. If you, if got if your pool got reduced to zero or negative, you get your chance die. And on that, you still can succeed on a 10. But if you get a one, things will go exciting.
3: I got no successes on mine.
1: That's fine. Ronnie was still chuckling at screwing the man over anyway, and trying to download something on his phone, probably. As you guys are looking around, you notice that It looks like some kind of an animal's been trying to dig a burrow under the old outhouse. Everything else seemed like you remembered, but Morgan notices this first. Ziggy's able to get a couple pictures because it's like, ooh, wildlife, yeah. And it looks like something at least the size of a pretty large house cat or a medium dog that's been trying to dig under there. it's so probably not where anyone wants to go, but something has been digging about in the area, making a den or something. Maybe that old house stays off limits.
2: Oh, Morgan, what thing made that?
0: <laughs> so Morgan gets really close and tries to like analyze everything and then says, Ah, I'm guessing uh, an animal looked for truffles here. Well, if you
1: want to try and identify anything about it, I will let you do an intelligence survival. Okay. And no, your camping wouldn't apply to that because this is more animal knowledge. One success. Looks like rabbit tracks. You guys just got out of the spring, so it might be about time that little rabbits are making
0: lots more little rabbits. Ah, oh, actually that looks, that looks like a rabbit.
2: Do rabbits search for truffles?
0: No, uh, I guess not. Maybe it ran away from a
3: predator and tried to hide.
2: Ah, yeah. No, that makes much more sense. Of course.
3: So after getting, you know, something on his phone and assuading the panic of lack of technology that every zoomer has, uh, Ronnie kind of rejoins the group to see what all the fuss is about since he hears the camera clicking and he hears talking. And he says, did you guys just find a dead rabbit or something?
0: Even better, we found a rabbit bunk. (laughs) And she points at the (laughs) hole in the ground.
3: And you think a rabbit made that hole?
0: Absolutely. Look at these tracks here.
3: He'll kind of look at the tracks. He's no animal expert, but he does know what size rabbits in the wild generally are. And he does seem to think that that doesn't add up to the size of the hole. He goes, It looks like it could
1: be a little bit larger than you guys usually see, admittedly, for a rabbit. But some of the plains' hairs do get quite large. Not
3: quite Bugs Bunny comically large, but they do honestly get pretty big. So Ronnie, of course, being the conspiracy guy, he's like, uh, oh, I bet somebody let their Flemish giant loose, because that's not your average rabbit. Are the people around here big into the illegal pet trade?
0: I don't know, but I'm assuming that the rabbits here are kind of invasive. One time I've been here with my parents on Easter and I saw a rabbit on Easter Sunday. I thought it was the Easter bunny.
3: Right. And Ronnie kind of stares at Morgan through half squinted eyes like, is she serious? Is this sarcasm? And I'm just not picking it up. So he just kind of nods and says, well, um, hopefully the rabbit didn't chew on any other wires inside the house. Because I'm pretty sure we're not going to survive the weekend if we don't have TV. TV,
2: but there's so much cool stuff to see here. And he immediately snaps a photograph of the whole all
1: right. As you snap a photograph of this hole dug under the ancient outhouse. Yes, with the half moon carved in the door and everything. There is a glitter of reflexive eyes right there in the darkness. Hiding underneath the outhouse.
2: You will get on all fours and say, oh my god, it's still in there. And just get his face close.
1: All right. Uh-huh. It is pretty dark in there. I'm betting that Cell phone lights are coming out next to try and light that hole up. You betcha. All right. Inside the hole, there is, well, about the size of a well-fed house cat. A beautiful, yet slightly scrawny rabbit in there. Looks like it might be young, still growing some fluff to its fur. And it's got a couple little black nubs right beside its ears.
2: Guys, I think this one might be sick, because I believe that, like, it has, like, two weird nubs on his head, and I don't, like, that's not normal, right?
3: It's probably external parasites. You know, the ticks Ew. around here can get pretty large. I wouldn't touch it if I were you.
0: Yeah, better stay away.
2: Ziggy scrambles to his feet. And like, no, 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 no. This is, this is too much wildlife for me. Yep, let's go. Get inside.
3: I thought you were all about the camping just a minute ago and seeing all the beauty that was around us.
2: Ronnie, I'm all about the art of nature and photographing the art of nature. I don't need nature in my hands and on my face.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean it. Uh, Just don't get too close to any wild animals. And also, we're not going to eat any fish from the pond. Uh, The water is pretty nasty.
3: Great. So you brought us to a cabin with this big lake and apparently it's just a waste runoff site or something that we can't even fish in it.
0: Not quite, but you know how it is with like global warming and all the soap and whatnot that gets washed into nature.
1: Point of note, remember, this is technically in a national forest. You're in a protective nature area, so you are going to have relatively clean
0: wilderness you are upstream of everything. Disregard everything I have just <laughs> said. <laughs> <laughs>
1: On the other hand, I'm not going to say that the water is free of parasites. Boil it or use the bottled stuff that you brought in of your own choice.
3: So Ronnie kind of goes, yeah, global warming, right? The chances of that being real are about as you know, much as the Easter Bunny being real. But whatever you tell yourself, pretty girl.
2: So, um, shall we, speaking of food, speaking of food, that's a good segue. Uh, that's still in the car. Shall we bring that inside so that it doesn't, like, spoil it further than it already has?
3: Yeah, I can grab the bags. It's not a problem. I'll follow you guys in. Just when you go in, make sure all the electronics work. This guy, if he's hungry enough, he could have, you know, torn up some cables that we haven't found yet.
1: All right as you bring in the cooler from the back of your four wheel drive car you do in fact come to a house that has a working fridge and despite how run down the outside of the cabin looks the big screen tv on the wall doesn't look too run down the mini bar doesn't look too run down all the bottles of jack and three dozen other cheap whiskeys and vodkas on the wall don't look too run down either there's some hope for it still for Ronnie
3: that's exactly where he focuses he brings in the cooler starts you know checking the fridge sticks his hand in, sees that it's cold and he starts putting stuff in at least the stuff that needs to be refrigerated and then his eyes immediately go for the booze and the tv and he can't decide what's what's more exciting to him the booze or the tv so he goes and grabs you know the Jack Daniels opens it up, smells it, and then just looks at the TV and see if, sees if he can try to turn it on, that make sure it's working.
1: You turn the TV on, fiddle with the universal remote that is always set up wrong somehow, no matter where you go, for like five minutes and then realize that, oh, you had to turn the satellite box on too, and then suddenly 5,000 channels. It's exactly what Uncle Jim promised.
3: He kind of turns to Morgan and goes, I think I'm in love with your uncle. Do you know how many channels this thing is picking up in the middle of nowhere? Oh my God, I think I'm in heaven.
0: Uh, okay. Uh, I guess I let him know. I didn't know my uncle is Rick Sanchez and <laughs> got infinite TV. Yeah,
3: he's got the booze. He's got the channels. I think, man, this this cabin, that's that's kind of what I'm hoping for in the future, you know? Kind of living in my own place, middle of nowhere, no annoying neighbors. I mean, the the diseased wildlife is not exactly alluring, but 5,000 channels.
1: Even those 5,000 channels still have a little bit of wildlife. On each side of the TV, he's got a mounted up deer head. It's not legal to take the deer in this far ahead at all. There's a mounted deer head on each side of the TV. With dates written down that somehow predate when they moved the forest border, even though they clearly are much newer than that, one does not
0: question Uncle Jim. So, is this like the typical outback white guys? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> this is in very a, much inner like- decoration, full of taxidermy and uh, leather and. <laughs>
1: I'd say it's 50% taxidermy and fishing rods hung up on the wall and stuff like that. He doesn't actually leave the hunting rifle out here because that would best be dumb if the feds showed up, but the other 50%, you can tell that when he's out in the woods, maybe your cousins wanted it to be more comfy. So there's a bit of a softer touch here and there. Their aunt is actually out in the woods with him half the time if he's out in the woods, but... They made it a bit nice for the kids. There are, are actually pleasant curtains. There not everything is leather, but it you can still tell that there's a bunch of really outdoorsy people who tried to insist that everyone else is outdoorsy and made only the concessions they need to be able to stay being outdoorsy without the rest of their family disowning
0: them. So if it isn't white wall, it's either taxidermy, stained wood, leather, or brass, right? Bingo. Okay. And
1: if it wasn't for the fact that there's a couple wood stoves in here, this place really is more of a three-season hangout at best than a four-season one. You're sure Uncle Jim shows up in the winter once in a while when he really just wants to get away, but...
0: That's what, that, that's what all the booze is for. All the booze
1: and a bit of firewood stacked up outside, yeah. One keeps you warm on the outside, one keeps you warm on the inside.
2: Ziggy is uh, going to run super fast to the bedrooms and just inspect all of them and select the one bedroom with the biggest bed. This one is mine.
1: There is exactly one bedroom with a, you know, good full size, maybe queen size bed in it. And all the other ones were bunk rooms for the kids.
0: I think (laughs) Morgan is going to stick with her usual bunk room because she's just so used to it.
3: Ronnie just kind of walks behind Morgan. He kind of He's the kind of guy that just shuffles his feet. He's very long and skinny and kind of has terrible posture because he's always bent over a computer. So he's just kind of shuffling along, holding the Jack Daniels, and he sees the room that Morgan picked for herself. And then he keeps walking and sees the room that Ziggy picked for himself. And he's kind of thinking like, well, son of a bitch, there goes my chances of getting laid in the big bed. And then he takes a couple steps back into Morgan's room and says, Hey, uh, I know there's like a third bedroom and all that, but it doesn't really make sense to just make a mess of the whole place. Uh, You want top or bottom bunk? Uh,
0: I was planning to leave all my stuff on the bottom and sleep on the
3: top. He just kind of takes a swig straight out of the bottle and nods, like just kind of, mentally waving goodbye to his chances of sleeping with Morgan and says, yep, all right, I'll be in the other room, I guess. If he
2: passes Ziggy's room again, he sees that uh, Ziggy is now making sort of snow angels, but then on the bed sheets because this bed is super comfy.
3: Oh, he's, he's staring daggers at him and shaking his head like, how could you do this to me, dude?
2: What? You can also just join me in the bed on the other side.
3: Dude, I'm not gay,
1: but thanks.
2: Thought you wouldn't.
1: All right. You guys get yourselves to relaxing mostly around the cabin. It seems like on this first day as the sun dips below the trees. And I'm guessing Ronnie just has the TV turned up to nine and a half. It's polite enough not to bring it to the 11 on the first day out of 10. And everyone else is a little bit more subdued, and a tiny more sober. Does that guess sound a little correct?
3: Yeah, Ronnie's not a morning person. He's a night owl. He's the kind of guy that stays up till, you know, 2.33 in the morning before he starts feeling sleepy. And yeah, he's probably on his phone on one hand, has the booze in the other, and is staring up at the TV. Just maximum, you know, blue light interference with his brain as long as he can stay awake.
2: Meanwhile, Ziggy has propped something against uh, the front door of the cabin. And I don't know how you saw this, Bill, but I, I see it like there is a little bit of a porch with one of those swinging couches. So he has claimed that couch. He's just laying flat on there. The hearing the sound from the TV, but also hearing the sound from from birds in the woods, drinking a beer, it's just enjoying the evening.
1: There's a beautiful view of the lake from the porch. It's a little bit wider than a farmer's porch. You have the roof sloping off, covering the swinging bench and a couple other chairs. And then the deck extends another, you know, 20, 30 feet past that. It looks like it's been built out and then built out again separately afterwards and spliced together a little bit, just so there's a lot of place to put more chairs out and a couple tables. There's a grill outside as well, and you can see like the reflection of the half moon on the water. If You hear the TV inside, but you can also hear all of the nightlife as well. Morgan, are you inside or outside as well?
0: Uh, good question. How is the like dinner situation handled?
2: Oh, can I just say we brought like frozen pizzas and because they are frozen, they need to be finished on the first day. We didn't feel like cooking on the first day.
0: Yeah, that's that's honestly a very good assumption. So so I guess she's sitting outside because she's like not very interested and staring at the TV. Um, She's going to do the I'm really into wine kind of thing and (laughs) drink California Zinfandel by herself. Um, (laughs) I'm not sure how the conversation with Ziggy is going, but I'm assuming it's really awkward. And they end up talking about teachers or, you know.
2: (laughs) Yeah, probably. And maybe they are talking a little bit about Morgan wanting a photo shoot tomorrow or something.
1: That actually might be how you guys had known each other so well. Ziggy has done a lot to up his game at photography, and that includes helping a lot of people look really good on their web profiles and just assuaging everyone's inner vanity. Since the two of you are outside and there's nothing that's going to be messing with your hearing beyond a bit of the TV coming from in the building... I would like wits and composure roles to see what else you
0: hear. Wits, composure? Wits, composure. So I have a bunch of merits like danger sense and unseen sense. And I, of course, forgot how they work. <laughs> Does anything oh, cool, cool. technically apply? Danger. You
1: are not in danger. So danger sense doesn't apply.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This isn't a really weird supernatural kind of thing that wouldn't be noticeable otherwise. So that doesn't affect you at this second. This is just a relatively safe situation.
2: If I'm correct, tens explode here, right?
1: Tens do explode.
2: Oh, then I got two successes.
1: All right. And also two. Nice. So the two of you actually do get to hear something interesting going on in the outside. You hear what sounds like somebody singing Garth Brooks out in the woods, someone singing some older country songs mixed with a little bit of Garth Brooks in it for some strange reason. Bit of Johnny Cash, bit of Garth Brooks. And as the longer you're out there, the more you realize that, no, that's really someone out there singing in the woods. They stumble over their words once in a while and then pick them back up.
2: Ziggy will rush to the, the entrance uh, of the cabin, uh, take the door handle and say, Ronnie, turn down the TV, someone. There's someone out there. And then slammed the door closed.
3: Someone out where? He kind of like looks over. He's definitely very tipsy right now. And he starts lowering the volume of the TV. He stands up kind of with the bottle still in hand and just shuffles on over. What are you talking about? There's nobody here but us. Is it Morgan? Is she lost in the outhouse or something?
2: Morgan is sitting right there. And you can just, don't you hear like the singing? Morgan, do you hear the singing? Am I the only one that hears singing?
0: No, I, I heard it. It's it's probably just, I don't know, a hiker.
3: He kind of pushes, you know, the dreads behind his ear and kind of puts the bottle just between his knees for a second so he can grab like this big, very long hair tie and pull his dreads back in a ponytail. And then he kind of tilts his head towards where he they think they hear the sound and he hears nothing. He goes... You heard singing of all things singing in, in the middle of nowhere. Is that right?
1: Let's let Ronnie roll his wits and composure to see if he's starting to notice anything too.
3: Yeah, he rolled, um rolled an eight and a ten.
1: All right, I see two successes there. Yeah. You start realizing that you in fact are hearing some
3: soft country singing
1: from out in the woods.
3: Uh okay. So maybe you guys aren't crazy. And then he kind of like sniffs and takes another look and says, how close are we to the nearest town? Didn't you say that there's a town that's not too far off of here? There's got to be one of those people from the town doing something, maybe some illegal fishing at night.
0: I I guess could be could be a vagrant. Um, My thoughts are we should probably just stay inside.
3: And let me guess, none of you brought anything for self-defense, am I right?
0: Uh, No. Do I know of like a stash my uncle has in this cabin? Yeah, know that in the shed there's
1: some tools to take care of the land around here, which includes, you know, axe for dealing with chopped up wood, stuff like that. Some hedge climbers, uh, one of those old time lawn mowers that doesn't have an engine on it and just kind of spinny blades along the ground and a bit of sporting goods supplies like baseball bat.
0: I point at the ax that hangs precariously on the wall. Just I'll stay inside. And should the guy come here, we tell him to fuck off.
3: Yeah. If he comes inside, I'll, you know, I'll take care of him. And while Ronnie doesn't really look much like a threat, you guys kind of know Via his reputation at school, that he's gotten into his fair share of just, you know, fights for no reason. And there's, of course, stories that you don't know whether or not they're true that, you know, he's robbed liquor stores and, you know, supposedly owns a gun. And it's as far as it goes, since he's kind of a loner. Is really difficult to determine truth from fiction, but you do know for a fact that he's gotten into some street fights at school. He's gotten, you know, somebody got on the wrong bus and he's, you know, knocked them out. So he looks like the kind of guy that, well, he's very chill and relaxed that he could also at any moment start swinging. So he's like, yeah, you know, let's go inside. And he kind of like holds his hand out for Morgan, like trying to pull her inside quicker. Cause you know, she's the lady. Uh, yeah, we don't want to find out. If, if this guy's a vagrant and he sees lights and hears sounds, he's gonna know we have food and it's not gonna be pretty. So come on, Ziggy, let's get inside too.
0: Morgan absent-mindedly uh, gives him her empty platter that she used for pizza.
3: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just wow.
2: Ziggy reaches out for the head to take it, and then sees that Morgan already has put the plate in the head. And is like, okay, and just walks in.
3: He kind of looks at Ziggy like the hand was very clearly not for him. So he, you know, he's kind of baffled that Morgan handed him a plate, and then he. Looks she's, at Ziggy. she's got
0: both hands full. Her left holding the bottle, the right <laughs> holding the glass. It's.
3: He's looking at Morgan, <laughs> confused, like the plate, and then he sees Ziggy reaching for his hand, and he like looks very offended, like, "How dare you!" You know, he's just, let's just go
2: inside. It's like, <laughs> we're going to be like, if you are going to be like this, we're going to be like this. This is fine.
3: So he just says, Morgan, just get inside. And he he's very frustrated by the plate. And as soon as he gets inside, he just slams the plate in the nearest surface.
1: All right. Everyone goes inside. Close, start go to close the door. And you hear the singing getting a little bit louder and up. Onto the porch hops that rabbit from before with the nubs beside its ears, and it in fact happens to be singing the country music. One drink of wine, one drink of gin, and I'm lost in the ozone again. And it just keeps on singing these old folksy tunes right
3: there on the edge of the deck. Ronnie looks at his bottle and thinks that this Jack must have been spiked with something amazing. Because if he's seeing and hearing a rabbit with parasites on its head singing, then he can't wait to get into whatever the hell else Jim has stashed in this place.
2: And Siggy, on his turn, is looking at Ronnie and Saying, did you spike my beer with something? Because I swear that, ra- that rabbit is singing.
3: No, yeah, the rabbit's definitely singing, man. And I'm telling you right now, Morgan's uncle. I really do think I'm in love with the man.
2: Thought you weren't gay.
3: It's not gay if it's through shrooms. All
1: right. The rabbit goes into its next chorus about needing something else to drink. Being so thirsty. When's the bar going to open up and so on like that and starts nosing its way around an empty beer bottle that you guys hadn't quite picked up when everyone went inside. Knocks it over, tries to lap at like the couple drops that aren't really there anymore but it wishes were.
2: Upon seeing that Ziggy is going to grab a bowl and pour some of his beer in, open the door, put it down and close the door again.
1: All right, the rabbit, in fact, goes right over to the bowl and starts drinking that beer up. It stops singing, it starts drinking. And as you can look at it through the door, you can see those nubs a little closer, and they look like the beginning of horns on a young deer, the beginning of antlers. This is a great chance for people to roll themselves a nice wits and occult roll at a minus two.
3: How does my specialization affect this?
1: You get one extra die for your specialization and you have two less dice total Okay. because of the minus two. I
0: have one success.
2: <laughs> I did not get a success, but I also didn't roll a one because this one was a chance die.
0: I get three successes. Three successes.
1: Well, this is perfect. You are very aware of a classic Wyoming folktale, the jackalope, a rabbit or hare. With the antlers of a deer that sings cowboy songs in the night. In fact, in Douglas, Wyoming, where you guys come from, they made him for taxidermy to sell to the tourists. But supposedly, that's all they were—a taxidermy folk legend that was made to get tourists.
3: This one's actually on the porch in front of you, and it's been singing. So, Ronnie, uh, well, Morgan and Ziggy were outside. He has definitely taken a hit of shrooms, which he thinks are now starting to kick in. But even if he were completely sober, he is the type of guy that's very open to the paranormal. And again, with all his conspiracy theories, this, this goes into, you know, politicians being lizard people and all sorts of things like, you know, Mothman, Jersey devil, things like that. Very real to him. Nothing at all that bothers him. So he's looking at this rabbit and he's kind of squinting, seeing it lap up the beer And then it just kind of hits him, you know, and he goes, oh, guys, now I get it. Those are not ticks on its head. It's just a jackalope. That's why it's singing, you know, the jackalope. You see one up, you know, when we were coming down the road, they had that gift shop and we stopped to take a piss in and they had all the, you know, the stuffed ones with the fake antlers. This was just real. That's all.
2: I thought
3: those didn't exist. So you believe in global warming, but not the jackalope. Wow.
0: Ziggy, can can your camera do, like, video recordings?
2: Uh, not well, but, uh, yeah, let me grab it. He's running yeah. to his
3: room. And take a couple pictures of it, man. You're going to make a killing off of this.
2: Yeah, so as soon as Ziggy uh, is in his room, he grabs the camera and runs back, and indeed, first some pictures and then some video.
1: All right, as soon as you take the first picture... The flash lights up its eyes, just like a wolf in the dark. And it stops looking at the beer and looks straight at you guys, staring. Do you take a second picture? Yes. It jumps at the door and starts clawing at the screen.
2: Ziggy falls backwards.
1: All right. uh, This thing's clawing through the screen door. There's an inner wooden door. You guys have open right now. What's everyone do?
0: Ew, what, what the fuck? We, we gave you beer. Be cool. <laughs> okay. Morgan is going to, I guess, go for the axe.
3: Ronnie will immediately stop her and be like, hey, man, come on. No.
0: The axe is the shed? Doing? Oh, I thought I, I had the axe right with me on the wall. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's with the tools outside. Okay. So he's going to see you going for the door to go presumably grab something he's gonna say like, hey man come on no leave it alone you'll never get a chance to see this again this is a blessing the the you know the the flash just scared it although it's kind of weird that it's eyes glowed like that i mean i'm no outdoors guy but my dad likes to hunt and he always told me that when animals eyes flash like that it's because they're predators but i mean it's a freaking rabbit
2: dude just dude,
0: dude or it has rabies like
3: Come on, rodents don't have rabies. Stop that.
2: Close the fucking door. It's going to go through the screen. Come on, close the fucking door.
3: Yeah, it, the screen actually
1: starts tearing off of the door. This is a relatively new door. Your uncle replaced this last summer, Morgan, after the old one was getting in bad shape. And now he's going to get pissed off that this one's broken.
0: So I slammed the door.
1: <laughs> All right, you slam the door. You can hear the rest of the screen go off and you can hear some scratching 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 it goes on for a little while on the wood and then it
0: stops i think we shouldn't have fed it it's going to come back
3: oh, it was think it so? was skinny it shouldn't no no ziggy don't feel bad you you did the right thing it's just it didn't like the flash it was fine with the beer it was fine with us it obviously knew we were here it's not like they're stupid they're very intelligent animals man but just the flash just really seemed to piss it off i think once it gets a chance to chill, now we know. It doesn't like big bright lights in his face. I mean, does anybody really do? No, that's it. It's it's chill, guys. It's fine.
2: But that just... That really looked like a wild animal. And not just because it is in the wild, but actually, like, wild, wild.
3: Well, I mean, you did shine a bright light in its eyeballs twice. I mean, wouldn't you be pissed? I I guess he's gonna look at Morgan and be like, "Listen, I, I know the thing is kind of scary out there. If you change your mind and you want to come in my bunk, you know, just know it's cool. You don't even have to announce yourself; just kind of sneak in. I, you know, I had my stuff on the top bunk, but I'll move it so that you know we can both have room in the bottom bunk. I know it's probably scary sleeping alone with that thing out there." You know, it could tear the door open at any moment. So just putting that out there.
2: Siki just rolls with his eyes and gets up and walks away.
0: I'm just not going to answer that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, seems like Ronnie's all-wheel drive
3: is all-wheel stalled.
2: Morgan, if he really bothers you too much, you can, in fact, join my bed safely. You know so.
3: Ronnie's going to kind of look over. I imagine he's standing, you know, behind Morgan. He's going to kind of look over her shoulder towards Ziggy and mouth. What the fuck, dude? And just pulled his arms out. Like, what are you doing here? You're killing me.
2: Ziggy will mouth back gay. (laughs) That's all. (laughs) And just has his arms white. Like, come at me, bro. All right.
1: As you guys are doing this, the clawing and scrabbling at the door slows down stops, things seem to have calmed down for the moment outside.
3: See, he's fine. He just needed to kind of self-soothe in like five minutes. This rabbit's not going to remember you, showing a light in its eyes. If you take a picture of it, just no flash. And with that, he just kind of picks up his bottle again and walks over, plops himself in front of the couch and raises the volume of the TV like nothing just happened.
2: Ziggy will move himself to the other couch and uh, flip through the, uh, like flip through the pictures he took so far via the digital display on the back of his camera.
1: All right, I mean, you got a couple of nice, pretty ones. It's, uh, the area you've gotten some beautiful ones. You got that sleeping owl. You got the hawk grabbing a fish from the lake. You actually timed it pretty good on that. You got the first one with the. Jackalope in its warren. And then you have the second one. And when you look closer, its eyes are reflecting so red in the flash. And its mouth is open surprisingly wide, wider than you saw that it could open before. And its teeth look pretty sharp. We're not talking like what you would expect for like rodent teeth, like rats or stuff like that, which is what rabbits would usually have. We're talking like sharp, spiky teeth okay. so everyone decided that they're going to try to sleep for the night after a bit
3: yeah after watching whatever's on you know he kind of starts drifting off a bit on the couch he puts the bottle on the floor and since he's just a very long guy he figures the couch is his best bet to get some decent sleep so and also he doesn't really trust that ziggy's not going to try to sneak into his room so he kind of Sleeps on his side, butt pressed against the back of the couch for safety and just sleeps with his arms crossed on his side, I guess, you know, kind of keeping an eye on the door. But as he starts to drift, he just kind of passes out hard and starts snoring.
2: Ziggy sees Ronnie's discomfort with him in the room, especially when he he just scooches as close to the edge of the couch as possible, like to the backrest. He's like, okay, I'll, I'll just let him sleep in peace. And he just uh, fucks off to his own room.
0: Yeah, I'm assuming Morgan uh, is also in her room and uh, texting people like, uh, this sucks already. <laughs>
1: All right, Morgan, since you're staying up a little later than everyone else texting people, you notice about half an hour after everyone else has zonked themselves out and the snoring has started to really get annoying instead of just slightly gray on your ears, that signal unavailable warning comes up on your phone. You're still connected to the Wi-Fi, but the Wi-Fi is not connecting to the internet
0: yeah probably like satellite reception with overcast or something like that it is satellite territory
3: mm.
1: so if you look out the window you know your uncle has instead of like it's not on the roof it's actually a big old meter and a half across satellite on a large pole beside the cabin that got put in there back when that's all you could do and then you just kept putting it at different satellites later on, even when they made smaller and smaller house models. You can actually kind of see it out of your window from the moon, come to think of it. And wasn't it pointed more upward and less sideways before? There wasn't that much wind, but it's certainly looking down.
0: Did I hear it, I don't know, break apart?
1: There wasn't any really loud sounds. And in fact, it looks like it's still on its pole, but the pole is just kind of leaning sideways now, and the satellite's leaning more sideways.
0: Uh, probably something came loose than rusted bolt or something like that. Probably. Uh, wits and composure while you're looking at it at minus
1: one. Only one success? One is all you need. You actually notice standing on the inside of the bowl of the satellite dish? One, two... Three sets of glowing eyes that seem to be jumping and shaking around a bit. Three sets of rabbit-sized shadowy bodies moving about in the moonlight. Like there happened having a tussle of some sort inside the satellite dish.
0: Of course, the rabbits procreate on the satellite dish. That checks out. One of them,
1: the pairs of eyes, looks up your way looking at the glow of the phone through the window, starts staring at you. The other two a bit distracted, then something seems to pass between them. Three of them staring over at you.
0: (laughs) I guess middle finger. (laughs) They
1: they just stare. They stare. And then they all jump off the dish, which shakes a bit and turns even more sideways in the wrong direction.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna get the guys to help me fix that in the morning want to find out more about the story join our discord channel the link is in the description